Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. How's it going, folks? Welcome back to the channel. It's not Monday. It's Tuesday. Yesterday was a bank holiday in Ireland, so there was no Monday agenda. So I'm going to do it today on Tuesday. It's a Monday agenda on Tuesday. Self-explanatory, really. We're going to be talking about Joe Hart to Celtic. Seems like that's going to be confirmed in the next couple of days. Medical pending. I'm going to be talking about Liam Skills. Finally, a player linked with Celtic that I actually have seen in the flesh. I'm going to give you a little bit of insight into him. And a couple of points on the Hearts defeat and the Europa League game this week. Let's get straight into the video. as always before i get into the topics if you're a newcomer to this channel if you come very often if you come every now and again hit the subscribe button below help the channel grow i'm aiming to get to 5,000 subs there's some changes come to the channel in the next couple of weeks that you won't want to miss so if you want to get them sub to the channel below and like the video so more people can get them now let's start with the joe hart transfer so the joe hart news has been confirmed in the last couple of days he will be a celtic player in the coming days medical depending it's a 1 million move, it is being reported as 15k a week is what he's reporting to be getting and he will be Celtic's number one keeper. I've made it clear on the Huddle Breakdown, I've made it clear on this channel, Joe Hart is not a player that Celtic should be looking at, he's just not. Firstly, Scott Bain, Vasilis Barkas, not good enough for Celtic. I've made my mind up on them, they're not good enough, they're position, positioning wise, they're judgment on the ball their judgment off the ball their judgment their ma management of the game their management of the defense are just not good enough for celtic standards is joe hart well the joe hart of six years ago was potentially good enough to be the celtic number one he's a very good shop stopper he was six years ago at least and to make an educated guess at what we're going to get from joe hart i just can't do it because he hasn't been playing he played a little bit for burnley played a little bit for spurs but he hasn't been a first-choice goalkeeper since he was dropped by Man City. And the reason why he was dropped by Man City is why I'm extremely worried about him being Celtic's number one goalkeeper. So, for those who weren't following Man City at the time, Joe Hart was dropped by them because they signed Claudio Bravo because Joe Hart couldn't play football. Pep Guardiola wanted a goalkeeper who was going to be able to play football, play out from the back, be the playmaker that Ederson now is for Man City. Joe Hart could not do that. Claudio Bravo was dropping goals into the net, right, left and centre. He was a terrible goalkeeper. And he was still favoured over Joe Hart for that Man, Man City role because of how bad Joe Hart was with his feet. Now, if early days, early signs under Ange Postacoglu are to be believed, we're going to need a goalkeeper that can play football. We're going to need go a goalkeeper who's going to be confident enough on the ball. Now, the one bonus with Joe Hart 
is that he will stop shots. He is a, a shot stopper. Interesting that there was a piece from the Telegraph a couple of years ago that he was quite weak down from his right hand side. It came out, and I think that was it was a Boys Analytics or someone along the lines who actually pointed this out again that his weaknesses seem to be down to his right. Unusual for a goalkeeper to be weak, especially if he favors his right his right side with his feet. So that's one thing to look out for. But bonus for Joe Hart is that he used to be a top goalkeeper. He is a good shot stopper. He's probably not going to face all that many shots. So we want to we want a keeper that's going to keep his concentration. He's you know he's mature enough to do that. So maybe that is why Celtic are going for Joe Hart. I'm not going to say he's going to be a disaster. I'm not going to say he's going to be a success. I just haven't seen enough of Joe Hart over the last couple of years for this transfer to make sense. That's where I draw the line. I I, I don't think it makes sense. I'm not going to say he's going to be shite. I'm not going to going to going to say he's going to be a world beater. I'm going to say the transfer makes no sense. It doesn't seem like an Ange signing. And it's, again, this issue of who is making the decisions at Celtic Park. Whose choice is it that Joe Hart was signing for Celtic? That's my question. What do you think of the Joe Hart transfer? Let me know in the comments below. Let's move on to Liam Scales because I'm really interested by this transfer. Liam Scales is a young Irish player playing for Shamrock Rovers at the minute. He plays left wing back for them at the minute. They play five at the back. He is a natural left-sided defender. So he's quite tall. He's quite big. He's quite strong. Very mobile. Very good on the ball. He does favor the left-hand side. He's probably He plays centre-back, left centre-back for the under-21s in Ireland. And he's likely to be either left of the back three under Ange or the backup for Starfelt. Now, I've seen a lot of bad things about Liam Scales on Twitter, especially a lot of sort of snobbery around shopping in the League of Ireland. And having watched the League of Ireland for a number of years and reported on it as a journalist, I, I find it quite funny that Celtic fans and Scottish fans are laughing at this transfer and doing down the League of Ireland when that's exactly the thing that Scottish football fans hate about the Premier League. It's snobbery of the highest order. Just because a player is playing at the League of Ireland level does not mean he's a bad player. Seamus Coleman came from the League of Ireland. He signed for Everton for 175k, I believe, the transfer was at the time. And they have a captain for the last 10 years in Seamus Coleman. He was old enough going over as well. So the fact that Liam Scales is 22 is not a worry for me. I've seen Liam Scales play in the flesh. He's a very good footballer. Is he good enough to be Celtic's starting left-sided defender? I don't know. He will de- he will develop at Celtic. He will develop at the standard. One bonus I will give to him is that he has been playing against men for most of his career. He's been playing a high standard of football. Shamrock Rovers are a footballing side. They always base their game in possession. They're fast moving. They're fast transitions. They play multiple formations during the game. They're a well-coached side, a well-coached outfit who play at the top of the League of Ireland. They're league champions and they are the best team in it by a, by a mile at this point. So the fact that people are looking down at this transfer because it's from the League of Ireland, because apparently Celtic should be shopping for, I don't know, the top left back in the Premier League. People need to get real. This is where Celtic are. We're talking about a Europa League fixture this week that, you know, people are worried about AZ Alkmaar in the next round of the Europa League and then they're snobbish about shopping in the League of Ireland. It makes absolutely no sense to me. If Liam Scales is good enough, then he should be good enough for Celtic and people should welcome him to the club rather than doing down where he came from. Just welcome him to the club, hope that he does the best. That's what you do as a fan. You get behind a player that's signing, especially a young guy. I mean, imagine being as snobbish as Scottish football fans have been. 
especially the fact that they get their backs up over the English fans. In the, it's the exact same thing. It's an amazing contradiction I've seen on Twitter from Celtic fans. I believe that Liam Scales will be good enough. Boys Analytics did a model of him. He's modeling as good as we have right now. So I think that Liam Scales is going to be a good signing. I think he's going to be a bargain. And as long as he's given the game time, not like, you know, Leo Connor coming in or Afalabi, none of these young lads. I'm not saying he's going to be a good signing just because he's Irish. I'm saying he's going to be a good signing because I think he's a good player. I've seen him play. And, you know, just being honest, most of the people who are doing him down haven't seen a single minute of Liam Scales. So maybe I'll be proven wrong. Maybe he'll be absolutely terrible when he tries to take a step up. But I think give him a year or two and he'll be starting for Celtic. He will be a very good signing and we will be looking back at it as a good bargain so I think Liam's Gales to Celtic I think that's a good signing could be proven wrong could be proven an absolute idiot he might flop but I believe he will be good for Celtic that brings me on to the Europa League fixture this week against Jabalak I don't actually think this game is on TV and I mean that just shows you how far Celtic have fallen when like not even Premier Sports will take the games at this point could be wrong about that but i'm pretty sure it's not i I mean i'm not too nervous about this game this is a game that celtic should be getting past you know we got beaten by hearts at the weekend so who knows um i'm more interested in the az alkmaar um draw in the next round should celtic win this game and people are really worried about that i mean like if you're worried about az alkmaar and you want to be in the europa conference league then that just shows you the confidence that celtic fans have in their team at the minute which is quite frustrating and i understand it i I mean i had absolutely no confidence that celtic were going to beat hearts at the weekend so i understand where they're coming from but i i want to believe that celtic can beat az alkmaar in the next round to get into the europa league i want to believe that celtic will not be playing in the conference league and i want to believe that the club is good enough to do that i think that Ange is doing a really good job i think celtic the shape wise look really good it's just the same old problems the team is just not fit enough it's outstanding how unfit this team is and I actually tweeted about this uh, I mean last year Neil Lennon kept talking about um how Turnbull firstly wasn't fit enough and then certain players like Ajeti, Klamala these players weren't fit enough if they weren't fit enough last year how fucking unfit were they because there are teams genuinely playing at a much lower standard than us that are running us off the park Hearts were playing in the championship last year and they were much fitter than us. They were in much better shape. You know, Ange is talking about his coaching staff and how he's been asked about that, whereas he's looking to get someone in on the fitness and strength and conditioning side of things. What the fuck was going on at Celtic for the last two years when this team who were supposedly aiming for Europe aren't fit enough to last more than 70, 70 minutes? Near Beton was cramping at the weekend. And it's just unbelievable how the you can get so... I don't know what the uh, the attitude was at Celtic. Was it arrogance or cockiness or just sheer falling asleep at the wheel where the players are not fit enough to last 90 minutes against a side that were playing the championship last year? I mean, that is absolutely outstanding. And it just shows you that whatever the standards were for Neil Lennon, they were not good enough for anybody outside of him because... When Brendan Rodgers took over the club, one of the first things that he said was the players weren't fit enough. Now, when I just taken over after Neil Lennon, the players weren't fit enough. So I, I don't know what sort of regime he was running. I don't know what sort of training he was doing. 
but it's clear as day that the conditioning of these players is just not to the level that's needed at all in terms of the hearts defeat at the weekend you know i'm not going to dwell on it too long we're far enough past it at this point i was worried about that game i said it to james and alan uh, I think it was off air I said it after the huddle breakdown had finished on Wednesday that I was actually worried about that Hearts game because if there's one team that you don't want to be coming up against when you're seen to be or perceived to be weak in the air physically, um, Hearts are one of those sides because they're always a very dominant side when it comes to physicality, when it comes to fitness. And that's what Celtic were punished for. They were punished for you know, being a little bit lacklustre, being not great enough going forward. Austin Edward is clearly just not the option up front. I think it's it's time to make a change there. I thought Ajeti was quite good in preseason. I'm not sure why he's not getting as much time now. And uh, yeah, physically, we're just not good enough. I, I mentioned it there earlier on about near beat on cramping in the game. And we were just weak, watery, not quick enough, not fast enough. It'll come. I think it will come, but it'll, it's going to take a couple of months. It's going to take until whatever stage that this team gets fit enough to play this standard of football. Some people are already questioning whether or not, you know, and should, you know, tone it down a bit with his sort of game plan. I don't think that's the case at all. I, I, I couldn't disagree with that more. If you want to build something, you don't compromise. You do not compromise on what you're trying to do, the ideals, because as soon as you compromise then that's when standard starts to slip. So if Ange goes back to and starts falling, you know, keeping men back, not pressing as high, not uh, demanding that the players work as quick and as fast and as uh, as hard as they do, that's as that's yours. You may as well lose. You may as well give up. What's the point in having Ange there if he has to compromise on his ideals just to satisfy, just to get through games? I said it multiple times last season. People don't really agree with me on it. I'd rather suffer for three months and be successful for three years after that than be absolutely amazing for the th- first three months and to be have this constant tit-for-tat, being shite, being good, being shite, being good, roundabout club, just going, potentially getting into Europe every now and again. I would rather see Celtic potentially not get, say, more than five wins in the opening 10 games of the league. And I know people want to win the league, but that wasn't a realistic target this year. If Celtic go five, win five games out of the first 10, and there's a couple of uh, losses in there, people think it's a disaster. I mean, people will will paint that as a disaster. But if that's what it takes, and then at the end of that 10 games, the team is fit, the team is fast, the players have bedded in, and Ange's style of play starts to become prominent that's when we'll start to see long-term success. It is short-term losses for long, long-term game. That's what I want to see itself. That's how I want to see the, the club run. If we have to suffer for a while for the benefit of being successful over a long period of time, that's what needs to happen. Do you agree with that? Let me know in the comments below. That's the Monday agenda for the week. Do you like Liam Scales? Do you think he's a good transfer? Do you like Joe Hart? Do you think he's better in Barkas? Obviously, he's better in Barkas. But do you think he's a good signing? Do you think he is going to come in and change what's happening at Celtic at the minute? Or any other thoughts you have on Celtic? Do let me know in the comments below. And again, subscribe to the channel 
if you haven't already because i'm trying to get to 5,000 subs there will be some changes happening to the channel over the next couple of weeks that will become more prominent you'll notice them i'll, sh I'll obviously announce it on twitter and on the youtube as well it's not going to be dramatic change you're still going to have the huddle breakdown you're still going to have the monday agenda but there's going to be a lot more to come as well so stay tuned for that we'll chat to you later <laughs>